you uh, pick up a signal. I think it started a new video. That's fine. You picking up anything? Uh, one second. Okay, we're we're back. Yay. Okay, cool. I'm sorry about that. We uh, it was a issue with the ingestion settings. I have refreshed the stream key, so that should prevent anything from dropping. Um, again, we were just about to get to introductions to everybody. Uh, Jared, you want to kick us off and um, introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. And hopefully, it doesn't drop out this time. If it does, I'm blaming Steve this time. It's always Steve's fault. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't recognize me. My name is Jared. I run the channel AT2 Productions here on YouTube. My primary history is by debunking uh, predominantly flat earth, but also concave earth and other scientific failings that people seem to think are right because they don't get it. But I also host a weekly show on Friday nights where we have a panel of current and former military members talking shit about just about anything. We've covered topics from politics to personal interaction type things to showing how demonstrably stupid some people are in a scientific sense. So, Cool. And Destiny? Um, yeah, my name's Destiny. Um, for Americans, I'm pretty left-leaning, a progressive type of person, I guess, and then I do a lot of debate-related content on YouTube, and then sometimes I even play video games. Excellent. You do have a lot of debates, that's for sure. I think there's like hundreds yeah. on your, your channel. Um, yeah, at this point, probably, yeah. So, uh, Jared, do uh, you want to kick us off and uh, give us your, your take on the voter ID laws and if uh, you think they are racist or not? Well, from my experience and my understanding and view of the voter ID laws and requirements that are out there that I've seen, I do not see them as inherently racist, but... Then again, I will admit that I am looking at the actual verbiage of the laws and how they are written and how rationally it should be implemented based on how they are written and the language actually used. I will admit and say that there are times where laws have been written and then the implementation has failed epically. But that is why we have the checks and balance systems that we have in the courts, specifically the state and federal Supreme Courts, to address this, to either completely strike down the laws or to set precedent to establish proper implementation and understanding of those laws in question. Okay. Destiny, over to you. Um, yeah, I mean, generally the verbiage of the laws is, is never racist. Um, for, for particular reasons, but it always seems like when you figure out why voter ID laws are being implemented, it always seems like the, um, the, uh, oh fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? Your, not your intent, the intention, yeah. 
Yeah, your motivation or your intentions, um, not you, but like the legislature intentions always seem, especially in the North Carolina case, um, seem to be less than noble. And then the effect of the laws always seem to target like certain groups of people that the people writing the laws seem to want to keep them from voting. Jared, y'all can go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So, so now that we have the introductions out, uh, I I figure uh, going with more of a free flow discussion type is uh, sure best suited for this. Do you do you agree, Destiny? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So, I'm curious. Are you are you looking at these voter IDs in a similar fashion to how you can look at gerrymandering? Um, what in similar how? What do you mean by that? Intentional um, mis, not misrepresentation, as I almost said. I do apologize for that, but intentional manipulation of the voter base by one political party or the other for their own gain. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. So, do you not trust the legal system to then address these laws after the after they've been drafted? Um, I mean, I kind of do, yeah. I mean, that's what happened in North Carolina's case. The legal system looked at it, and then they struck him down. Yeah, so it looks like the legal system and the overall system did its job. So is it really the law that is the problem, or is it the people that's the problem? Um, I mean, I, I guess, like, backing up, so, like, my biggest, I guess, like, conceptually, my biggest problem with voter ID is that um, when we're talking about voter ID, what we're really talking about is being able to keep be, be putting a restriction up uh, against voting um, or, or making it a little bit harder to vote is like one of the things that that's going to accomplish. And I, I guess the problem that I have with that is that voting is one of the, if not the most important thing to, to have a democracy work, right? Your people need to be able to vote. And in order to put up any kind of roadblock between people voting, um, it seems like you really need a good reason to do it. And the fact that voter fraud is just something that has never been clearly demonstrated in the U.S., it makes it really hard for me to buy... Um, I guess, arguments that we need some sort of voter ID law. Well, so with that, are you are you discounting the times where people have openly admitted to voting twice during the same election? Yeah. So you're denying that those instances have taken place? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, it's possible that this has been reported somewhere, but I mean, like, tr so I guess like I would try to look at the most reasonable way through which voter fraud would be demonstrated. Um, I know that Trump has every motivation to demonstrate voter fraud um, because he's made huge claims repeatedly about voter fraud, for instance, claiming that 3 million people illegally voted in the last presidential election. And I know that Donald Trump put together his own commission to find out evidence of this voter fraud, but that commission wasn't able to find evidence of it, and no one else has ever seemed to be able to put together any evidence of like voter fraud occurring. So I discount the personal stories, yeah. Well, I'm not saying personal stories from that aspect. I'm saying people who have admitted to submitting ballots multiple times for the same election. Because... Yeah, I, are, I just don't... Put it, well, the reason why I ask is because that does seem to be a thing where some evidence and some things that do fall under the label of voter fraud are accepted while some aren't. And if you're going to cherry pick the data in that aspect, why should we put much credence into your position based on that if you're not going to look at the entirety of the data set? I don't consider personal anecdotes to be part of a data set. The same way that if somebody told me they had a personal revelation of God, I wouldn't consider that in whether or not I'd be an atheist. Um, personally, no, I'm sure that a lot of... Is, uh -huh. What I am talking about is someone who has admitted and has been 
brought has been notified by the court that hey you violated voter laws because you submitted this ballot here at this time and this ballot here at this time and they have admitted on camera and voice that yes i did do that i did not intend oh, I mean, there are to cases commit where people voter like... fraud Oh, sure. Yeah. If, the, if those cases have come up, I mean, that just shows the system is working, though. If they've been notified that their vote, you know, hasn't gone through because they tried to submit multiple ballots. That, I mean, that oh, sounds no, like but, that it's working. But, then, these, no? but these weren't caught until after. See, the, the one case that came up within 30 seconds of me doing a, a little bit of uh, research just earlier today about it. The notification from the courts came months after the election itself. And when actually interviewed by her local uh, news agency about it, she she admitted she did not intend to commit voter fraud, but did admit to submitting a absentee ballot, but then thinking, well, it's not going to get there in time, so I'm going to go ahead and vote in person anyways. If this is true, how, did, how would voter ID fix this at all? By knowing who's voting where they're voting, when they are voting, you can make well, sure that you are not getting duplicates. You are also not getting people who are at the wrong place voting. How would you, you them do? having voter IDs help with the absentee ballot here for her to have not double voted? Because it sounds like they knew who she was both times. It's just a matter of the system being a little slow. Like the, her, ide her identity was never a question or it wasn't like a fake vote or anything. It just sounds like the process is just a little bit slow in catching some of these votes. Yeah, but here's the problem. If she had not admitted to being the one to submit the absentee ballot, then you can have a case where that self-identification through the absentee ballot could be invalidated and have been a form of fraud by another person. And she was just the one being tagged to it because it was her name. Because absentee ballots have a purpose, but also have the most opening for incorrect identification of the person actually submitting the ballot. Agree or I'm disagree? Just, I'm curious. Well, I, I don't understand how voter ID helps here. Can you like walk me through the process of how voter ID would have kept this particular circumstance from happening? This, this is a foundation. This is where, this is where I agree. North Carolina, um, the people who changed the uh, time frame for the absentee ballots going from two weeks down to one week does play negatively in this factor because if you keep it at two to three weeks or even a month prior to uh, the actual in-person vote taking place as being the deadline for application of an absentee ballot, you can have it through the system where if the person then shows up in, to vote in person, provides positive identification as them, it can flag to say, hey, this person requested an absentee ballot. And you could even go further to have that system show whether or not that ballot has been returned and already been counted or not. So they have this is all This is all taken into account right now by voter registration. This has nothing to do with voter ID, though. No, it registering just means you are able to, not whether you have or not. This is where no, it absolutely the system... Does. Wait, they caught this lady voting twice, so it absolutely does, by your own example. 
So going and, in and if you've ever if you've ever gone hang in, on, hang on, hang on. I, I have voted multiple times, so I want to make sure I'm understanding what you're saying correctly. Are you saying that uh -huh. simply my showing up at a polling place with my registration card is ample identification to vote? We're not talking about identification right now. We're talking about whether or not it keeps okay. track of whether or not you voted, right? No, and, I'm and if going you show through. Up, Hang on, I am laying a foundation on where the positive identification of a person plays into this process. Okay. It seems like you don't want me to get to that point. Well, because I, I mean, you just you talked for like 20 minutes, and I don't know what we're even talking about. We're talking about how the actual process of submitting your ballot to vote takes place, not the minutia of going into the ballot itself, but simply how it relates to identifying yourself at the polling place and how having that positive identification is a good thing because you can then have a system to prevent these duplications and these errors in ballot submissions taking place. And yeah, how can you do that? How can you do that if you cannot positively identify yourself at the poll? Because we already place? positively identify people that go and vote. Typically, when you show up at a voting place, you give them your name and your address, and they cross you off a list. That's your identification. It sounds like this lady did an absentee vote, and then she showed up and she voted in person, and it sounds like the registration caught this double voting happening, and it notified her. The system worked without any voter ID even being required. I don't see how going a step further and requiring an ID when she showed up would change literally anything. Like She would ID herself the exact same way. The same process would happen. I have a question, too, Jared. Um, when, you, when you looked this up earlier uh, today, how many cases did you find of uh, like similar to this, this lady? Of, of, it, of this over the over the past there were more more than a dozen i stopped looking because i wanted to look at other specific topics and minutiae of it as well but it is not an isolated also, is federal on this case. Is this federal voter fraud or are these like city elections both okay it is a combined ballot federal and local So that's where it does affect the local and the federal ballots as well, because in now I'm in Rhode Island, my state, there is one ballot for the entirety of the election process. It's not a split. OK, this is your federal ballot. This is your local ballot. No, it's all one. Do dozens doesn't seem like a. a, a you know, that's like, well, like, I, like I said, that that's where I stopped looking. But okay. what it's going to is, yes, you need to identify to register to vote. I agree with that. It happens when you do any change to your driver's license and, or your identification because you have moved or have some other change to your identification that needs to be made. The problem is not there. The problem is when you – the question is when you go to vote during the actual process – other than just simply stating a name and address is ample identification to you? Yeah, it seems to be since, since the even though you're trying to find examples of fraud, you said yourself that you've only found a couple dozen cases in American history. No, that that's, seems, so no, seems... that, no, no, that was just within the past five election cycles. And that is where I stopped looking. Not the, there were more results that were there i just stopped at that point and moved on to other minutiae don't why didn't donald trump's commission why didn't donald because trump's uh, commission publish any of these his results? commission his commission 
his commission was as inept as him. By the way, I did not vote for him. <laughs> and I'm sure, actually I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm not saying you voted for him. Yeah. But I'm just saying like he put together a specific council it, to find examples of this happening. You're telling me that your 30 seconds of Googling had more competence than his entire council of people? I also don't know what data they were going to or wasn't this these results that I had were also um, this one first case that I cited, which we can give you a link to the actual uh, news article. Sure, yeah, throw me a link. Uh, to this what? is and, the, and what you... uh, just within the last six months. But here's here's the question, though. Oh, wait, real you quick. Can you throw that link in the... Uh... Give me one second. I want to reiterate the question that has been avoided. Okay. Is simply giving a name and address verbally ample identification to you? For the purposes of what we're talking about here, yes. Okay, uh, Jared, get uh, get Destiny that that link. Um, and why he does that? Uh, the I want to kind of kind of bring back towards the uh, the racial aspect of it. Um, uh, can, Destiny, can you speak to um, the the North Carolina case and just kind of for people who may not know um, what happened with with that in uh, in North Carolina. Yeah, so for the North Carolina case, basically, um, the state legislature requested voter uh, breakdowns, like voter profile breakdowns from polling booths by race. And what it seems like they did afterwards is they disallowed all the types of IDs or most of the types of IDs that African Americans primarily used, including um, current and then currently invalid. So like out of date and expired and current types of identification. They disallowed all the types that black people commonly used. They shut down some of the most frequently used polling base places by some African Americans. And then they also reduced your absentee ballot voting dates from like 13 days to seven days or something. Um, it was like one of those, it was like a really weird change, but then you see that generally African Americans voted earlier with the absentee ballot stuff. Um, so it just seemed like a really weird thing. I think the federal, um, I think the federal courts, the phrase they used was that, uh, African Americans were surgically targeted by the state legislature to try to prevent them from voting. Now, Jared, what, how do you, how do you respond, um, back to that? If, uh, if it's not racist, that, that seems pretty, you know, pretty well, cut and, and dry. This is the well, this is where I go back to looking at it before, where you're looking at the person implementing it. And also, this was not one law that they went with. Went with. There were four separate changes that all pointed together that it was all of them together had this purpose, which shows it was not the law itself. It was the people manipulating it, which that at the beginning, I, I said there is a difference between the letter of the law and the implementation of it. While the letter of the law is where my focus is because the way it is written and that is how it should be implemented. And I do not say that it failure in implementation never happens, which which is why we require the checks and balance system. Okay. Um, Destin, did you have a chance to look at that? Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't see it was posted. Hold on one second. Okay. It, it's in it's in the internal chat. Uh, Timestamp, 50 seconds. You hear her admitting to submitting the ballot twice. And, uh, Jared, you can continue with your... So this was for the yeah. Hamilton and... County Board of Elections. So this wasn't for any federal election or whatever. It sounds like this was for some county matter or whatever. So there's a federal body that administers all elections or 
is all electoral oh, authority given down to county. Yeah. <laughs> Just because the votes go towards the federal doesn't mean that they're controlled and counted at the federal level. They're always done at the local level and then reported. Yeah, out. I understand. So this is where I think the biggest question is what is and is not accepted as proper identification in certain instances. I'm always of the case of having full positive identification from people who are expected to have it. Yeah, I, just, is that I feel a, like you would need is, like... Is that, is, an, is that an unreasonable expectation to have? Yeah, I would say so. Um, to put to put any type of roadblock in between somebody and voting, I think you would need an extraordinary uh, an extraordinary burden how, of evidence would need to be passed. How how is it unreasonable to expect a person who is eligible and should have photo identification to have it on their person? Um, because if you haven't demonstrated a need for it, it's going to like it's going to absolutely prevent some people from voting. And it seems like the people it prevents from voting are going to be targeted to a certain demographic. Jared? My, no, um, my apologies. I phone buzzed and it was the work phone. Had to see if it was something important. Okay. Thankfully it wasn't. Uh, I'm just trying to wrap my head around how you where you're coming well here from let's try it this way if give, i have a hundred million if i have a hundred million people that are voting in an election and i were to put up some law that says you need an idea to do it do you think that all 100 million of those people are still going to vote or if we you know use our knowledge of big numbers do you think statistically speaking there's going to be some decent number of people that are not going to vote, whether they leave their identification at home, whether they lost their card or it was destroyed, whether they weren't able to get one. Do you think that there's a good possibility that of those 100 million people, some people are going to be prevented from voting? In the current setup, even with voter ID laws, there are still going to be people who do not vote. There is still a statistical number of people who are not even going to make the attempt to vote. And yes, there are people who are going to have instances like that where their ID is lost or they don't have it on them. But that's also why they have affidavits available at okay, so two, for those yeah, instances. So two, huge, so two huge things here. One, choosing not to vote and then being kept from voting because of a restrictive law are two totally different things. If somebody chooses not to vote in the United States, we've ruled that's fine, right? In places like Australia, you have to vote. But in the U.S., if you don't want to, that's fine. But what we don't want, or what I would hope, that what you don't want is somebody to show up at a voting place and some sort of rule or law or restriction that we've passed has prevented them from voting, like a voter ID law could potentially do. Now, it seems like you said yes, explain that some how. people... Explain uh, how those like two things are to... different... It, no, I would like you to explain how having the requirement of positive identification for those people who should already have photo identification on their person is an unreasonable expectation to have. Wait, why should they already have photo ID on their person? What's the voting age? Um, 18. Which makes you a legal adult which what is a requirement for employment in the US? 
generally being I think able you need to a photo ID. identification. Yes. So if if okay, you, hold, hold, wait, 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 wait. To, you you haven't you haven't gotten the answer that you're looking for. So one, you don't have to be employed. Firstly, secondly, even if you do have a photo ID to fill out a, I think it's a W nine or whatever, that doesn't mean you have to have it on you at all times. And third, you only need that photo ID to fill out your initial W-9. You don't have to show them your ID every time. So it's possible that you show them once and then it expires or you lose it. Maintaining proper identification once you have it is actually something you are supposed to do as a citizen of the U.S. Well, I'm sorry, whether what, what it do you is mean? Just, whether, whether it is just as a identification or as a driver's or operator's Hold license on, well, that's well. absolutely not true. What is compelling me to have an identification in the United States? Nobody's compelling me to do that. What is, is there any benefit to not having proper identification? That's not the question. That's totally irrelevant but, uh, to what we're talking no, about. No, actually, no, it is. You're saying nothing is compelling you to. I am asking, uh -huh. is there a benefit to not having a proper identification? Right now it's keeping me from, never mind. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. No, <laughs> there's there, no benefit there's no to benefit. not having There. Okay. Is, are there detriments to not having it? I mean, it totally depends. Depends on what? On a million things. I, I, Such as? Are you, are you trying to lead me to the argument that like, well, having an ID is always a good thing and not having it can be a bad thing. Therefore, everybody ought to have an ID. The world's not that simple. Why not? It seems like a lot of these issues would be easier to handle if you actually kept it at simple, plain. Because not everybody has the ability to get an ideal. ID or keep... Yeah, not everybody has the ability so, to get an so ID the same as every other person does. So there are no programs and uh, charities to get identification and register to vote or even get to the polling places? Are, are you saying well, there are... You train are... with service weapons, right? You I don't know what branch of the military in, but I imagine you had a service weapon that you had to shoot for something before, right? Yes. Okay, if you put thousands of rounds of 5.56 through any rifle, you're, you're going to get a dud, statistically speaking, right? It's going to happen. You're going to get a jam. You're going to have to clear it, right? This happens. It doesn't matter how good your bullets are. It doesn't matter how many millions of checks you do. Every now and then, you're, you're, you're going to get a jam. It's going to happen. You're going to have to eject a shell, and you're going to have to you know, keep going. This is going to yeah. happen. Like, the same thing can be said for literally anything involving millions and millions of things. If you've got 100 million people voting, not every single person is always going to be able to get an ID. Different things prevent different people from getting IDs, however small the number. The problem is when we're talking about hundreds of millions of people, that small number might still be tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people, depending on what kind of roadblock we've put up. I understand that for most people it's easy to get an ID, but for some people it's not. Some people will let it lapse, some people won't be able to get an ID, and of those people that aren't able to get it, we're probably targeting certain groups of people. If you're wealthy, you probably have an easier time getting off work to get an ID. You probably have an easier time getting a ride. If you're poor, it's probably harder to keep your IDs current because you're usually doing more things with your time that prevent you from doing so. That's all I'm saying. Yes, but you also said that there are people who have no means as if there were no programs, there were no avenues available to them, to people in limitation situations 
to give them the same opportunity because it seems like you're saying the opportunities aren't there whereas you're using people's choice to not use those opportunities as an argument for them not being available in the first place i feel like we're having a trouble like we're having like a statistics problem right now i don't, i'm it's 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 like a data problem so every single person in the united states can probably get an id most likely that's probably true however for some people it's harder than it is for other people the reality of the matter is, is that for the people that it's harder to get an ID than for the other people, those people are less likely to get an ID. Not every single person can take advantage of every single opportunity available to them at all points in time. If this was true, all of us would be rocket scientists or the perfect human, right? This just, just isn't how people work. And the reality is, is that the more roadblocks there are, the more programs you have to take an advantage of to either get a free ride or to go down to the DMV or whatever to get an ID, the chances are the more you need to take advantage of that, the less likely you are to get an ID over like an affluent white person that might be more likely to have an ID because they're either wealthy or they have the other means to, to get IDs. Uh, it just... Steve, you had a question, didn't you? It's me or? No, uh, other Steve. I was curious, instead of having something along the lines of IDs, which, by the way, I, I do fall in the camp where I think that uh, it's acceptable to have some form of identification to vote, whether it be a roadblock or not. Um, to me, it is uh, the, the, the highest thing of the Constitution is the right to vote. However, if you are fraudulently doing it, which it does happen, then we need to have roadblocks to prevent that, not so much the disenfranchised of the people that are voting. And I think that if people um, won't go out and go get a valid ID, those aren't the ones that are generally going to be out voting anyways, right? So what about something along the lines of a biometric, um, a fingerprint? Now, locally, a fingerprint is not going to identify a certain person to what they've voted. Right? We want to have some kind of confidentiality of what people's votes are. They're supposed to be secret ballots in, in that regard. We know that's not necessarily the case, though. But would you be against some kind of bioinformatic, whether it be fingerprint or eye scan or something along those lines that would at least show that if one person voted more than once, they would be able to be prosecuted for it? Well, the, I mean, conceptually, maybe not. Biometrics are very, very, very insecure. Biometrics are some of the worst security like of all time. So if we were trying to make our voting place more secure, um, it seems like biometrics would be not the way to go. Well, why would what would be insecure about a fingerprint? Whenever you go for a federal job, you have to be live scanned. Whenever you go, even I I had a I had a, a sales license for cars, meaning that I I could sell on a car lot. I had to go get a live scan, fingerprint, the whole nine yards for that, in order to get that little um, card. So why not just have a fingerprint? I mean, how hard is it to fingerprint each person? Um, and at the local level, the fingerprint's not going to be matched up to any individual. But if at the federal level, they said, hey, this person voted twice, twice, we have literally their fingerprint on two different records. The two, two problems are, one, you can, um, these can be faked. And I guess depending on how rigid a place is, um, you, you know, you can deal with it. Another problem is you run into false positives with these as well, which when you're talking on a scale of millions and millions of people doing it, you have problems. Um, three, this is, it sounds like a funding thing. This is going to re require a lot of money. If we're talking about every voting place starting to get like these biometric scanners, you're going to have to have employees that are trained on to, to use them. You're going to have to have people to maintain the machines. I, I mean, like, I, I mean, I guess it's not... Here's like here's like my come to the middle, I guess, if we wanted to. If people really wanted to do the need an ID card to vote, I I would be more okay with it if this also came along with suggestions to make it so there was like a national ID card that everybody had mailed to them for free. Um, that that would be something I'd be like a little bit more on board with. 
I think the costs are pretty insignificant nowadays because they actually have bioinformatics for uh, retinal scans to, for using food stamps. If they can afford to put them at a checkout register, I think they could afford to put them at a, a voting place. What about the legal aspect? Like, couldn't that be used for, I mean, that could be if get in the wrong hands or whatever. Like, you're talking about the, the police getting their hands on that. You know, people having to give up their fingerprints. That could cause us all kind of trouble. I think. Wait, what are the what are the biometric scanners at grocery stores? You're talking about like for EBT or SNAP cards? Yeah, for SNAP or EBT, they have um, bioinformatics now. What? In certain countries, yeah. Oh wait, maybe in some yeah, because I've never seen these at an American. No, I think I think no, it's not in America. The the I think they're doing the trial ones in uh, Ethiopia. I think they have a few, uh, wait, and a few other uh, countries. What? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. No, I w no, and I will can. I will concede and I will agree that having the financial side of simple identification being lowered is a positive thing and I am on board with that. But it's still that question of at what level do you stop putting the blame on the legal side and start putting it on the individual because of their choice not to? Well, the problem is if we want to go deep into the philosophy, the, the idea that we make any choices regarding anything is kind of naive, right? Like your environment is going to heavily inform or some would say completely inform the decisions that you make. So when we talk about people making the choice to get an ID, you know, if you're 18 and your mom is hounding you to go to the DMV and get a driver's license and, you know, she's literally a stay-at-home mom, the chances of you getting an ID are going to be much higher than somebody like in a single-parent household who doesn't have parents around as much and might not even have a job when they're 18 or 19. Um, this person is, is probably going to be much less likely to get an ID. Um, I don't think that's because one person is inherently better than the other person. It's just due to the environment that both these people exist in. So when we're talking about something like voting, back to my original point, like to keep somebody from voting, to make it harder to vote, I feel like you need a really, really, really good idea, or I'm sorry, a really, really good um, demonstration of like voter fraud actually happening. And it seems like this just doesn't happen or it happened very much at all in the United States. So it seems like really extreme to require it. So we have to get Trump before we look at making our voting process more secure we have to get trump what does trump have to do with our voting process one of the talking points and one of the huge question marks is what effect did external extra national influences have on the election so if we not, not insofar as not insofar as compromising the voting process that had to do with propaganda so you're so you're not of the mind of accepting that possible collusion happened? Even if collusion there, happened, it has nothing to do with voter ID. Question marks. Well, no. The reason why I ask is because voter ID has come out to it. The primary purpose, as stated, and has been to ensure the validity of the electoral process. Is that a fair statement? Well, that's the stated goal of some people, yeah. Okay, so if we were to stay true to that statement of why this is even a topic and why it's even a question, would would it not be reasonable to make sure that the people who are eligible to vote in that process are the ones actually doing the voting through positive identification? Yeah, well, my point so far has been that it seems like that is what happens, that the people that we expect to be voting are the people that are voting. It hasn't really been demonstrated that there's any massive voter fraud or something in the United States.
And Jared, do you think that these, uh, let me ask you this question. Do you think that these, these laws were born out of a genuine concern for voter fraud or something else? 50-50. Some states that have looked into it, it does not have that that tint of manipulation in the mold of gerrymandering that I mentioned earlier. But in the instance of North Carolina, the one that has a huge spotlight, it's kind of hard to deny what the courts have found out through multiple pieces and multiple legislations being changed in a rapid fashion all towards the voting process. So the states that, that you, you would say that are genuinely concerned about voter fraud, where are they basing their concern? What are they basing their concern on? To me, from what I've been able to tell is just that, is just making sure that it's a positive identification of who's making the vote. I mean, when I, um, through my search before the stream even went on, I found that the numbers of people who were voting in a couple of the key states during the last presidential election, the ones who did not have photo ID on them was less than 0.5% of the total people who voted between, uh, if I remember correctly, it was Michigan and Tennessee were the two states that were cited in this. Now where it gets questionable is the fact that when you look at that small subset of, if you were to break it down by ethnic means, that 0.3 and 0.4% of voters who did not have photo ID on them changes to positive single digits that were minorities. So real quick also, so, so you said that of in Michigan, you said that 0.4% or 0.3% didn't have it IDs? Would, it, if I remember correctly from the article that I was reading, it was less than half a percent of the total voting populace who showed up did not have a photo identification with them. Sure. So half a percent of the people in, in the, the voting population in Michigan would be 24,373 people. Just to give even that's why well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I say that large and, numbers, and, even and small yet, numbers of percentage. And yet they were still allowed to vote through the process of using an affidavit to legally affirm their identification. Again, my whole thing is what is the problem with requiring binding positive identification for something that Wait. directly affects the government? If we're signing affidavits and we can get by the voter ID anyway, then what's the point of even having the voter ID? When it comes to standards for governmental processes, you have to have multiple options. You can't just have one instance. Nope, you got to fit this single cookie cutter thing. Otherwise, you will have people in an uproar as... Um, yeah, but what seen. I'm asking is, that, let's, say that, let's where, say you have somebody that wants to do fraudulent voting, and now you're saying, well, they can just sign an affidavit. Mm -hmm. Isn't this person just going to sign the affidavit and go fraudulently vote anyway? Yes, but it's here's like, the thing. It's already a federal crime to, to do. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, is by signing the affidavit and by misidentifying yourself, you are committing perjury, which is punishable by jail time. So if 
that that's where the cover is. That's where the punitive measure of the requirement would be. So it's one of those, It's we're not saying that you cannot be in this subset where if you misplaced your ID or if for whatever reason you lost it, don't have it on you. We're not saying you don't, you do not have any means of voting in that instance, which is a mischaracterization from most of the people who hold the opinion that you have that I have seen. I'm not saying you have, but that seems to be a a growing misrepresentation of Wait, what the, the, reasonable uh, people have been uh, saying because can we just because your one point because like nothing you said it has made yeah, any this sense is the far. same like, point okay i, I just don't how, understand how, how you, it, you can just sign an affidavit if there's no requirement for identifying yourself and if there's no standard measure for identifying yourself why even have the question in the first place why even have the affidavits available we, well we already have ways of identifying you when you go to the voting booth it seemed to work just fine so you state your name and your address and then they cross you off a list and so and what's different than rather than have people who may not be able to communicate as well here's an ID. So you don't even have to have verbal, you don't have to have misunderstandings. And actually, in the most recent local election I had, they didn't even ask. They took my ID, they literally scanned it, which actually, by scanning it the, with the uh, barcode scanner on the backside, it actually verified that it is a valid current form of identification. And they actually I can't found even that believe they, how many weird misdirections we just went through. So now you're suggesting no, that people well, would vote ID because it helps the heart of hearing, or I, it, you know, if you want to pull out how well voter ID is restrictive because there are certain people who don't have the time or ability to get to a registry to get an ID. Why not bring up those other ones where having voter ID and having ID requirements on them is actually a beneficial thing? I and mean, if you want to go I'm down go out on a limb them, here, I and I could be. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Firstly, <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure that most voting places probably have law requirements where they have to be able to help people with certain disabilities. Or, like, is this... I, I can look it up. I don't know, but that I would be willing to bet. I want to vote. I have disability. Like, there's got to be... But, I mean, like, even if there wasn't help for them, then I would that wouldn't change my position. I would just say like, yeah, well, of course, if people have disabilities, we should make it easier for them to vote as well. Oh, the ADA covers this? Oh, the Americans with Disabilities Act? Yeah. Um, uh, Jared, here's, here's what, um, let me see what you say to, to this. Uh, the way that I see it is you're creating more of a problem by trying to implement this because it's more, it, it inhibits more people than the uh, the reason that you're trying to put forth with the voter fraud is actually happening. You see what I'm saying? Like you're you're inhibiting more people by actually in, in enacting this than there was actually the potential to uh, for people to commit voter fraud. Yep. And then just I just want to read this real quick. The Americans with Disabilities Act is a federal civil rights law that provides protections to people with disabilities to ensure that they are treated equally in all aspects of life. Title II of the ADA requires state and local governments um, titled public entities to ensure that people with disabilities have a full and equal opportunity to vote. So this is already covered by the ADA. Yeah. Yeah. And see that, and here's the thing, you already have a requirement to identify yourself. Having it 
be tied to submitting your photo identification would streamline it. And there's already the avenues to help people gain photo identification who otherwise don't have the the regular anticipated means. So do you acknowledge that where... not everybody will take advantage of those things? Do you acknowledge that there will be some people that won't take advantage of those things? It just like there are people who won't vote in the first place. Yes. Do you do you acknowledge Let that there's a difference you. between choosing not to vote in the first place and being kept to because of a restrictive federal law? Do you acknowledge a difference between those two things or no? I recognize the verbiage, but it's the application that you are insinuating that I take umbrage with. Okay, so let's say that in one case, I can walk under a bridge of my own free choice, and then in another case, I try to walk under, but there's a door closed. Let's say that I have somebody that chooses not to walk under, and then let's say I have somebody that wants to walk under, but the door prevents them from going through. Have both of these people made the same decision? Does the person that is facing the door and wants to go through have multiple options to have that door opened? Sure. Let's say that there's a ladder that he could climb over okay, if he wants then, to, but maybe yeah, some people yeah, won't see then, it. Then they then they have options. It is okay. So you're so you think so you, you think that if yeah, so let's say that you walk up. Let's say that you walk. Okay. Let's let's even do this a little bit harder then. Let's say that you have a bridge. Okay. Let's say that every time you go to the bridge, let's say if you're a white person, there's no door ever. Let's say that if you're a black person, there's a door. However, there's also a ladder next to the door if the if the door is locked. Sure. Do you think that? Do you think that in this situation it's okay, or do you think that this might be slanted a little bit unfavorably? Even though there's a ladder for some people to get over. I think it's your mis your characterization of it because can you show me where ID requirements are inherently tilted against any ethnic group or in favor of any other? Sure. So I would appeal to socioeconomic status in the United States and I would appeal to the idea that you have a higher likelihood of owning certain forms of government ID if you are of a higher socioeconomic background. So for instance, you're more likely show to own a driver's license. Show me hold on, where hold on, Jared, Jared, in the him, requirements. Let him, let him finish his, let him finish his said before yeah show me in the requirements of having or or getting this identification that it in illicitly puts these restrictions based on any sort of criteria I, I have no idea what you're asking me like it's 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 just true it's like show, deductively true that somebody with more free time is going to have the ability to get an id over somebody with less well, free time someone, by that verbiage you you can say that there is no argument for why someone who doesn't have employment does not have the time to go get an id compared to someone maybe they don't have working to travel jobs. to get one also, just and because you're unemployed, back, and then we're back to, and then we're back to the social programs that are there to help people do these things. If you have to take advantage of a social program to do something, though, there's a less of a likely chance that you're going to do it, even if it's available to you. This is my whole point. The voter law is going to keep some people from voting. And even in the one but case you've shown, Destin, even... let me let me jump in here real quick. Um, isn't that kind yeah. of up to the individual? Um, individuals have to take some kind of personal responsibility. If you want to exercise your right to vote, if you want to exercise your, your civil liberties, then the individual has to be able to have some personal responsibility and say, if I want to do this, I need to go get a proper identification. I don't think that's much of a, of a, of a roadblock or stumbling blocks for people to vote, especially when there's numerous places out there that will help people with these with these types of things. Just to get a simple ID is not that complicated. Now, if you want to get a driver's license, that's a different thing. If you want to get a passport, that's a different thing. But to get a just a regular photo ID, people will help people get that. 
I mean, would you agree that it's not really that much to ask to 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 eliminate any kind of voting fraud? No. My man, Steve, the atheist, right? Are you a hardline determinist? How do you I'm feel? The, you I'm the atheist. atheist. He's agnostic. You're he's oh whatever. Okay, we're all agnostic. Okay, let's be real. No, do, not. Do, do you, are you no, not. don't even get don't even get him started on that. Uh, yeah, don't even want to go there. You're losing on this debate. Trust no, me. Well, I'm not going to say I will that. I own but... you. Um, I don't know. I have no idea how someone could like positively affirm to be an atheist. It's amazing if you have that knowledge. But regardless of that, are, are you um, are you determined to be? What? I'll, I'll well, okay, just okay. trust me. Are you are you determined or do you believe like libertarian free will? I tend to compatibilism. Okay, compatibilism, sure. Okay, so what we what we can understand then is that our choices are pretty much completely weighted by our environment, right? We know this, okay? So if we put any type of roadblock in front of somebody to do something, even if that roadblock is super slight, um, it's going to prevent some people from doing it. It's going to be a very small number. Most people can probably still pass it just fine, but even the smallest of roadblocks um, will, will prevent some people from doing it. And the reality is, is that the people that are caught by that roadblock are going to be very heavily skewed towards a certain demographic. That's the only do you know, problem. Do you know any system that's absolutely perfect in the government? Does no? any system exist in the government that has perfect, um, one hundred percent rate uh, of, of achievement of what their goal is? No, it doesn't but right exist, now we're right? talking so about. But right now we're talking about making something strictly worse. Like we're taking something well, do that doesn't really that, have a. Why do, assume, why do you assume that they are going to be a special category of individual in society? I mean, to me, that is more racist. To me, signifying that oh, because oh, no. a person is on this demographic, they might be unable to get a a ID. Just that has nothing to do with, with race. That has nothing to do with but anything the but problem, their poverty. Steve? It absolutely the does have something to do with race. It absolutely does have something to do with race because when we look I at people's agree. abilities. To well, I, you're just factually incorrect. If we look at people's abilities to pursue or, or acquire an ID, right, a lot of this is going to be tied into your means of transportation or your ability to have the free time to go and get the ID. Um, whether or not you have transportation available to you, whether you have free time, is going to be heavily tied into your socioeconomic status. If you're middle class, taking off a Thursday from work isn't a big deal. If you're working three jobs and you take the bus, getting down to a place might be a lot harder. And if we break down, you know, the socioeconomic backgrounds of different racial groups in the United States, African Americans tend to be poorer than than white people. So I mean, just it's just a numbers game that chances are if you put up a roadblock that's going to affect poor people more than middle class or wealthy people and more black people as a percentage of their, their entire race versus white people are poor it's going to impact more black people than white people I see I, I don't know where you're getting these numbers from because here, here look at when people for example voting in order to, to take the day off to vote you're not getting paid for that correct are you disenfranchised because you have to take time off from work where you're not getting paid to go vote well, it, but like different people can afford to do this. That's my issue, right? But, 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 but if you could afford it, wait, wait, if you could afford to go vote because mm -hmm. you could take the time off from work, you can afford to go get an ID. Yeah, but what I'm saying is poor people, aren't, poor people aren't able to take time off work as easily as wealthier people are. So, so you're, but, but that's, but that's, you don't get reimbursed from work to go to vote. You get allowed an hour or two and you're, and it's on your own time. You're not paid for that, right? So if you're if you can exercise that amount of personal responsibility to say I can afford to not work for two hours, I can go get an ID. It's not that hard to get an ID. I don't know why you think. Well, it's but what I'm saying is that hard. Not everybody can. Not everybody can even take the time off work to go vote. Not everybody can do that. This is why people in America get angry well, and they ask yeah. for a national voter day. Okay, and, and I'm not against something like that, but but as it stands now, people have to take time off on their own volition. And if they can do that, then I see nothing wrong with getting uh, an ID. I think I think you're referring to a very, very, very small, minor 
portion of America, it has nothing to do with race. I think that people want to attribute to race. They want to say this person race is is disenfranchised because of this but i don't see it because there's as many white poor people there's, there's black poor people um this sure, is not so here's a huge statement. issue in, in these communities sure so here's a statement made by eric holder in, in 2012 in a speech to the naacp so apparently and this was fact-checked by politifact oh, so yeah, maybe they're, they're biased biased. You find it yeah so <laughs> Um, so 25% of African-Americans and 8% of white Americans lack government-issued photo ID. So, I mean, it seems like there are certain groups of people that have more trouble getting ID than other groups of people, just based on this one figure. And are there I'm groups to get that help more. these people get IDs? There are, right? They, they do exist. Yeah, and they're still, but there's still three times as many of them without IDs as, as white people. But again, what happened to personal personal responsibility? Good. I'm not interested in personal you, you, responsibility. You I'm interested in predictable you, outcomes when you enact certain policies on society. Things will happen. Well, 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 hang on. Well, hang on. You go back to the ultimately you got to go back to what this is. What this is motivated from? It's by by they're they're claiming voter fraud, like that's where these implementations are coming from, and that's not that's not proven to be the case. So why are you ta why are we taking all of these extra steps that are inhibiting well, people when there's no fraud. cause for it in the first place? I think there is a cause. I think there right. is voter fraud. There's, there's no numbers for that. We, we just have, there's just a lady that just got, she voted. A dozen people uh, out, of first of all, out of how many? Well, Firstly, this lady was voted and got caught by the system. So that's an example of the system working. And then secondly, the, um, secondly, the, uh, um, the, the system worked. It caught her. Oh, and thirdly, a voter ID and, wouldn't and, even help here. It was an absentee, absentee ballot. Like, hang, hang on, hang on. And this is where what I started to pose as augmentations mm -hmm. to the system would have prevented it if you were required to give positive photo identification. Nothing you said would have prevented it because you want there to be an affidavit you can sign if you don't have your ID. So like your system literally defeats itself. Yeah, it would have. Uh, well, she's still, I, 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 let, Oh, go ahead, Jared. No, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I, th I, think, I think that Destiny is kind of pulling stuff out of his ass, to be honest with you. I just well, linked you something thing. that it's, shows that African Americans have a harder time getting photo IDs than the white Americans. It's pretty well understood that your socioeconomic status can impact your ability to get to the DMV and get an ID. Like this is like pretty common yes, sense stuff. And, why, why is and, and it? Why is point, it? Go ahead, Jaron. At what at what point does personal accountability factor in? To your analysis. Yeah, never. I don't care about personal accountability. That's such a boring topic to talk about. It doesn't mean anything. The idea that any of us are personal it's a accountability topic, is not the first because place. It's a boring, because it's a boring topic and you don't like it, you throw it out the window. No, these, I throw it out because it's, the, it's, a, it's a way to hand wave for smooth brains to ignore the fact that policy impacts societies in highly predictable ways. If all of us here were talking no. about personal responsibility, you guys should all be millionaires. Like, what do you mean? Like, you should have the personal responsibility to make the right investments. Or if we if we talk about personal responsibilities, said, the average American household shouldn't have $13,000 of credit said, card debt. Or if we talk about personal responsibility, there's like a million things that would be changed. Right? Hang, hang on. Hey, time out. Time out. No, time, time out first. Before, uh, before we go any further, you have to let each other finish <laughs> your thoughts because, you it, like, let, let him finish what he's saying. And then you, uh, either one of you can go. But uh, people can't understand what anybody's saying when everybody tries to talk at the same time. So, Jared, please. Well, go. I have a question towards that. Who's to say I'm not on track to be a millionaire? Based on this conversation, I would be very surprised if you were, unless you have a very rich father. Actually, no. My father is retired military and is still working and is not close to retirement. However, I learned from his mistakes, and I actually already have a growing retirement and actually am looking forward to not having to work in my 70s. 
Okay. Well, that's neither here nor there. But here, here's the thing. Uh, I, I think these statistics it, it, don't. Take, hang on, let me finish. These statistics don't take into account things like personal responsibility. What Destiny just wants to glaze over. If the if there is the fact that there are certain people that are more difficult to get ideas, that we have to look into the reasons why. Skin color is not a reason to, to use to say I can't get an idea because of my skin color. I find that to be more racist than, than the, the the whole thing that we're talking about for the getting ID in the first place to disenfranchise certain types of demographics. Anybody that wants to get an ID can go and try to, to get an ID. Okay, there are services for this. And to have a statistic that says, well, these people don't have one. Well, why don't they have one? And to say, well, we're just going to throw away personal responsibility because they don't want to go out and get one. They don't want to give forth the effort. That that doesn't tell you anything in the statistics it's about that. And I think a lot of it is ID, people. Though. That's, it's not required for them to have an ID. It's not that an ID. It really isn't. That's what I'm saying. People it's make not, it a, a lot harder than it, than it is. It's not required to have it's an really ID, easy. so why should they have to go get one to vote? Well, in some places it is required to have an ID. Not where? Is, is it not, it, it, you don't have to show ID when you go vote? I think there are like six states or something that have like some yeah, some form of voter ID. Yeah, now, granted, you have absentee ballots. Um, the other the other I way mean, you can get around like, all like, this. Like you're not required by law to carry an ID on your person at all times. No, no, of course not. You're no. never, only you should never in the U.S. be required by that. Right. Yeah, only when you're driving a vehicle do you have to have a license on you, a valid driver's license. But other than that, you're not required to, to carry ID. How about this? This would be the other option. Um, when, you, when you do your taxes, um, now again, this isn't for everybody, but people that want to, do you think if people should be able to vote while you do your taxes? What? what? Do you think that they should have a system when you... When you're doing your taxes, you also have the ability to to vote online in a system like that. Um, I've heard a lot you of problems with online, online voting. Your taxes, you can vote online. You can do all all online now. Do you think that would be a good way to go? Online voting is probably not a good idea, no. Why? Um, it makes it too easy to have to have rigging paper ballots is very very difficult to do almost impossible to do it requires the coordination of a lot of different people in order to do it rigging online ballots could be theoretically done by a single person or a single compromise system but but we you're, before you were saying that the, the voter fraud isn't a big deal but if we had electronic it would be more voter fraud yes uh, yes I think so yeah See, I think people are going to commit voter fraud if, if, no matter what, and I think that voter fraud does occur. Well, no, no. What, um, what I'm, we're talking about election fraud at this point, right? What I'm saying is that if I wanted to rig, um, if I wanted to do election fraud and, and rig stuff, I would have to get multiple people electronic. involved in like a conspiracy. Yeah. Whereas if it was done election electronically, fraud. well, no, no, no. Nobody, nobody says that the Russians um, engaged in election fraud. I don't believe that's the claim that anybody's made. Um, but but insofar as if we had a bunch of people voting electronically, not, and not like using a machine to punch a ballot, but actually like submitting things online, that a single bad actor there or a single bad system there could could cause potentially thousands or millions of votes to be changed. Whereas with paper ballots, have you'd have to coordinate a lot of people. I mean, what? I mean, again, this is one of those things where no system is perfect. But you can't. You you have to, to to allow for the most amount of people to vote. If you, that was your goal, if your goal vote is that you want to have the most amount of people to vote, then allow them to vote online. There's always a potential for fraud on anything, right? Oh, that's such but a I get, horrible, no. that's that's a horrible example. This is, yeah, wait, this, wait, this, this example, this they is want, so not good. They want the best, they want 100% security, they want 100% um, 
reliability. No, 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 no. Your percentages are your percentages are way, way, way out of bed. So you're asking for voter ID, which we know is going to keep a decent chunk of people from voting, but we don't know if it's going to help any amount of fraud at all. But Steve, Steve, you have to let him. I know we're getting, I know we're getting hot, but you have to let him finish, and then I'll make sure that he lets you finish. Yeah. So, the, the, so you, so for voter ID, we're talking about implementing a system that might not help at all, and most likely won't help at all to do anything. But that will absolutely prevent groups of people from voting that are absolutely targeted to certain demographics. This is just true. Everything I just said is true. It's not. It's inarguable at that point. And then when we talk about doing like online voting, we're talking about improving a system that that may increase the number of people that vote. I acknowledge, but introduces a massive, unprecedented flaw that would allow single actors or systems to dramatically change election results. These two situations are totally not comparable to one another. All right, I'm done. Okay, so when you say when you say a block a, a block of people before, it's just a few handful of people. Now it's a block of people. Um, I, I really don't see how. <laughs> I don't how know block or hand. It's multiple people. people. I mean, what, how many is a block of people compared to how many millions? It depends on how many votes you want to change. The more votes you want to change, the more it would scale up, I guess. So you think that having electronic voting um, is going to be just because it has potential for fraud? Because it has a potential for a massive amount of fraud by very, very few people. Like if you wanted, if you wanted to throw away tons of ballot boxes, you would need to coordinate a lot of people to do it to affect a lot of ballots. But for electronic voter fraud, um, you would just need maybe potentially only one person could imp could influence thousands or hundreds of thousands of votes. So we also have that would take with the L, man. Else take the L. Just take the L. Well, what do you mean everything else online? We're talking about voting, which is the cornerstone yeah, of American democracy. It's literally the most important. Online. We have, we have, we have our banking online. No, no, your right online. to online banking is not guaranteed by the Constitution. Our democracy is not founded on your ability to log into your Wells Fargo account online. That's a totally different thing. Potential potentiality of fraud online. We should not have the most amount of people available to do things online. Well, you can do things online. What do you want to need an ID? Solves that problem. Why are you dying? Again, on you can't skill. have the world. Why are you dying on this? <laughs> it's skill, just, man? It's I don't not, think I'm that wrong. I <laughs> disagree with me, but I don't think I'm that incorrect on this. To be honest with you, uh, every, yeah, every we can. If you want a times to a video, we can watch a four and a half minute video on why electronic voting is really bad. I don't know if you guys care. I mean, we can sit here times two it if you want. Like, it's just. Yeah, it's, I think I'm getting pretty good ideas. I will agree. Hang on, I will agree that the idea of online electronic-based voting purely on its face is a bad idea because, well, I actually have a background dealing with network security, and yeah, fuck that shit. But I do recognize why Steve brought that up as an example. Because the t the manner in which you would identify through online voting is no different than what you support during current voting now. Simply say a name and an it's address. It's not about that identifying. That's that's not what we're talking about. That's not even the issue with online voting. It wasn't identifying. It was with a single bad faith actor changing votes, thousands or tens of thousands of votes. They could do that nowadays if they wanted to. Hang on. You can't. How? Too. How? Hang on. We had voting machines like... that were tampered with. What? Where? Where's this mass? Oh, there's no... this mass tampering and voting fraud. Happening? Well, and, and wait, oh. no, no, that's fine. Even if a voting machine is tampered with, one person could tamper with a voting machine that would. Oh, sorry. Okay. Even if a voting machine is tampered with, you would have one person tampering with one voting machine that would impact ballots there, which is which is arguably bad. Maybe even voting machines shouldn't be done, but that's still going to require some bad faith actor, and it's still only going to affect the ballots that pass through it. If everything was done electronically, some kid at their house could theoretically change tens of thousands of votes. Yeah, I don't think it'd be that or simple. More. I mean, it, 
should have a very good crypto crypto system for that. I mean, we're getting to the point okay, now first. with technology where it's, it's no, no, hold on. The point no, oh, no, no, this is so wrong. Literally, eighty million oh, like FF eighty, uh, what what FS eighty six is? What are they called? The the um the ones you fill out for security clearance have already been leaked. Have already been hacked by Chinese the Chinese government. So we've already lost like every yeah, single person that's ever filled out a security clearance. I'm quantum technology where you can use quantum cryptography where you have a either a one-time pass or you have a quantum system that is unbreakable because if anybody intrudes in that system the system fails and you have an How intrusion much is alert cost? well who knows right now right? Yeah, how's this, this going to get why do we wait, we don't have to do anything with quantum like rsa like fucking 256 or whatever it's still like i think even plenty secure like good. quantum yeah, no, anything but, but encryption is 100% unbreakable. It is well, physically but, but unbreakable. But we're not talking about encryption right now. Encryption is just talking about communicating data from point A to point B. You can still change data in a database, or, or you can still change things. Like If you change the data, you, 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 the flow of information gets changed, and the, and the whole system falls apart. That's what happens in quantum technology. You, you can't just go in. You can't be an intruder anywhere else in the system, in the pipeline, and, and throw in information. That's how it detects the intrusion. I feel yeah. like this now, again, is not an argument that <laughs> I uh, okay. There's a lot of technologies being talked about here. I'm not sure. I I I don't understand why I, I really don't see why you're dying on this hill. It, is it not easier just to just to look at a, a a law that seems to be based on a racist notion and say this is a bad thing to do? And I don't just again, I'm I'm not, I'm on Jared's side of this one. I don't think that it was really. I think there are some places that use it for for races. I think it can be used for that, but I like his answer 50 50. Um, I don't think this was originally no, intended. But there's no proof for that. There's no proof that it was for otherwise either. There's just, there's just certain people that have used Wait, what? it. To, the, 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 Supreme Court, they, uh, yeah, the, Supreme Court, for, the Supreme Court for North Carolina, in that case, found their ample cause to strike down the ID laws on those grounds. But one instance does not an entire issue make show me the voter fraud no Darren, are you still there yeah i'm still here and this is i'm getting frustrated at this because mainly because of the last point where i actually tried to capitulate to you destiny and you threw shit in my face for no reason it really seems like because you have everything... no interest in listening. Hang on and let me explain. Because while I agree with you that the example Steve gave of online voting has other issues that are far worse, I do agree with you on that. However, I see where Steve was coming from by pointing out that the type of self-identification that you support is the exact same that would be used in an online-based electoral system, where you simply say, this is my name, this right. is my address. The problem with the online system has nothing to do with your ability up. to identify yourself. That is not, it's not even linked. They're not even close to linked to one and another. These are two totally different listening. I'm so lost right now. And by the way, there's an opinion piece by the New York Times. Um, it's time for online voting using blockchain technology. So this, not just my opinion um, about this. I mean, New York Times has did an editorial no. on this. Uh, last, wait, last month, using blockchain technology to use online voting. So again, I'm not just pulling this out of my ass. 
Um, it, there might be some issues with it, but it's something to be, to be talked about. Why is he laughing? I had a my stomach is hurting. Sorry. I was the one laughing. Well, why again? Why? I mean, because the, because the, we're 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 going, we're going into the the realm of of quantum voting rather than just no. acknowledging <laughs> the base the base problem, and that is that, that this these laws are 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 brought up out of a place of trying to uh, dictate which candidates get elected and which ones do not. That is the entire basis no, I think, I, I think of that, the I laws. Think the, I think that you're missing the bigger picture. I think both of you gentlemen are, actually, because the goal is to have the most amount of people. This is, this is the facts. The goal is to have the most amount of people vote with the least amount of disenfranchisement. Would you agree? No. Put it in a nutshell. <laughs> right? We yeah. want people to be able to vote, and we, want, we don't want roadblocks in their way. I mean, what, what's the other laugh at, Kyle? Okay, so then why do you support the ID law? If, that, if that's your philosophy, why do you because support I, because because the the ID law prevents things like for example the the we know that there are instances of voter fraud. I mean I don't Tw know what twelve. I'm about, but there are, I think it's much more than that. And she and she and it, it was an accident and she got caught. No one slipped through the system and and actually uh, manipulated. Like anything else, like anything else, things require identification of who you are. This goes back to the very foundation of security versus per, uh, uh, individualism. And the fact that we do not have 100% security, we don't have 100% anonymity. Okay, we are in a society, and I and I get that we want to have the best of all possible worlds. But I think both you people, no offense, I think both you and Destiny are idealistic in this particular case. I think Jared. Is, I'm not. Is, is I'm a, the I'm one being realistic. <laughs> yeah, we're we're we're, we're you're the one being idealistic. Wait, wait, you literally you literally said earlier every single port. You literally earlier said every single poor person should have an opportunity or a social program to help them get an ID. That's called being idealistic. Not, I'm being not, realistic. I'm, I'm telling you that. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We, we did not say should. <laughs> we said that the programs are already there. Okay, and the idea that not that every single person is going to take advantage of every single program or have the opportunity to is that's idealistic. Why well, do personal? I'm I'm the least idealistic person. Where in the Constitution does it say? Uh, does it talk about having to have uh, personal responsibility and getting an ID before you vote, or does it Everything just say? Still have personal responsibility in some ways. I mean, you 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 can't go out and, and shout fire in, in a crowded theater. You have limitations on that. You can't you can't have a hundred percent freedom without having some but limitations on, on the ability. That's not what we're talking about. We're exactly talking about we're talking about creating a roadblock for people to do the fundamental thing that the Constitution is written for. I don't understand why you think it's such a horrific roadblock. The people that are not going to go out to get ideas are generally the ones not going to vote anyways. But I mean... Generally, I but you just said generally. You just defeated your own argument that word. When you say the word generally, what you are admitting right there is that there are some people that probably would vote that won't be able to get because ideas. I'm a, and because those I'm people... a realist because not every system is perfect. The point you is, have where is the problem, Steve? Why are we doing this? Where is the problem? Where has this failed us in the past uh, however many elections that we've had? Where has well, the problem have, been? Have you not had multiple people vote, mo voting multiple times? Give me a number. How many? What's the percentage? I don't know. Jared, Jared was the, Here, doing the research on that. Here's the thing. The, the percentage of those instances are going to be in the same magnitude as the people who are showing up to vote who don't have photo ID. Which is a small number, correct? 
You it, said it was, yes. it was half a percent. Yes. So, so, so basically, yes. society as a whole is already doing the the whole ID thing. So you're not gonna. What you're gonna be yeah. doing is so you're gonna why be further not formalize it because the people who don't probably have a reason why they don't. Well, why? What, okay, give us some examples why they don't. Uh, they're poor. They can't get to the places that they can't. You said, you know, if you're working, you should be able to go. What if, you're, what if, vote, they what can't if you're working a nine to five ID? and you can't get get to the DMV to get a, uh, an Wait, ID? why do you think they can take time off to vote? Why do you even assume that? Why do you yeah. think everybody can do that? That's how you have to do it right now. Yeah, and but not everybody way, you can get take ID. time off to vote. What about, what about getting ID online? I had to go on lunch and after and after uh, I got off work. I never got time off to go to go vote. Again, why not? Why not use the systems that help you get ID? Why not get it? Can you get ID online? I mean, I think there's other avenues out there. I mean, is is make it sound like oh, people cannot get ID if they, if they, they matter have the life dependent on it or it's inconvenience to them. No, um, it's not about going you can't do it. Or your life depends. It's a numbers game. <laughs> you're talking about creating a problem for for people. I don't know. a problem that 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 you're you're saying is to to curtail that is not doesn't exist. Like there's not mass the problem. And we're having like a really hard time dealing with large numbers. I like I know unintuitively it's difficult, but like if I were to take a person and dress them up in a giant orange suit and have them run in the middle of traffic every day, but it was like it had a lot of reflectors on it, most people aren't going to crash into this person, and nobody should because everybody should be paying attention. However, it's going to happen. Like some percentage of people, it'll be small, but some percentage of people will hit the guy that I sent out to the street. It's the same thing with the voting stuff. Some people won't be able to take advantage of somebody that helps them get an ID. Some people won't have the time to do it. Some people won't be able to take over. Like it's just going to happen. It's just undeniable that it'll happen, and I don't know what the good reason is to keep these people from voting. Unless you're a Republican. Oh, I thought we, we went. Well, say again, and, and this is what I, I I hate when people say, "Oh, this is you know a Republican thing or a Democrat thing." I don't think it matters what side of the fence you fall on politically. I mean, either you have the, uh, the ability course. to go to vote, what, what, yeah, and, because... and you or you don't. Of course, it matters. And what's re what's really funny about throwing the political party spectrum into it? I don't identify with any political party. I do not vote by party lines. I do not. I actually, my political ideologies throughout, across the board end up becoming cent, a center position for the way the U.S. politics are laid out. So trying to say it's a blue versus red, Republican versus Democrat thing is not accurate. It absolutely is. Who are, who are the well, people for purposes of this conversation, we don't have to talk about it. Like being centrist or whatever isn't helping you. It's your argument is still bad, regardless. I mean, who's bringing these uh, these laws up to their 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 uh, their House Senate chair? Is it Democrats or Republicans? Always Republicans. And they ask for racial specific data. And so do the Democrats. They look for racial specific <laughs> data too. For it's an implement voting law? What? Where? When? Try, trying to trying to indemnify Republicans for using racially specific data when the Democrats use racially specific data as well does not help. When do the Democrats use racially specific data to prevent people from voting? Gerrymandering. You think that Democrats when are the, the ones that are generally the, in favor of gerrymandering more than Republicans? Both of them do it. Both parties. Okay. If, the, if it happens in those cases, if 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 I granted you that, even if I said fine, it happens, then it's wrong there too. 
You know, by the way, I got to address this. People are like, if you've never had hardship, you can't say anything. Fuck off. We've all had hardships. I don't even have a fucking car. I'm too poor to have a car. I ride the bus everywhere. I make less a month than most people do in a, in a, in a day or two. I live off basically nothing. So don't come at me saying that if you don't know about hardship, you can't have an opinion. Fuck off, people. That's just bullshit. Anybody can have an opinion regardless of they're rich or poor. But well, don't come after me. I won't tolerate that. Because I, I, we work our ass off. I, mean, I want to finish this. I mean, I, I, I work my ass off just to get to the store because I have to take the bus. Okay? So, so don't sit there and fucking tell me about hardship. Okay, well, what about yeah, if, I, I understand what if you live out in the country? I don't have, like, about, how are people, I don't like, have, don't have public transport supposed to get to the, these, these, and, these poles and, and programs? Yeah, I, have a, I, I can't get down to the DMV. It's very difficult for me. We're to go back to the general debate as a whole, though. And, and um, the, if people are taking you in the live chat, so We're being quite non-sequitur at the moment. And, 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 and ignore. Uh, I, can't play my, I can't play the non-sequitur sound because Dave's got it. But um, how if oh, you dang. you keep you bring up the social uh, aspects or, like the programs and stuff, if you live out in a rural area like the country where there's there's no uh, public transport, like where I live, out here there's no public transport. We're out in the rural uh, area. There's no uh, if if you want to get there, you you walk or you have somebody take you. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I, that's why I walk. You know, I walk to the bus stop, right? Okay, but here you can't walk to a, here, like If you wanted buses. to walk to a bus stop, it would take you uh, hours to get there. Who? Who, me? No, it's like... No, no, in my example. Anybody, it's an example. My point is, why should we have to have them uh, go through that extra... Uh, the extra hike for all day long when they don't have to when there's I, I not a problem I think, it's a I think it's a nominal thing to get an ID to go get an ID to be able to vote I, I don't have an issue with it I think it's very nominal <laughs> people are like that wasn't Steve on the ID he held up the fuck it wasn't what's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> um, wrong with people you think that conspiratorial you don't think I even that's me motherfucker so we really fuck didn't uh, we didn't we didn't cover much the name, of the uh, bitch. too much of the racial yeah, this for how long? aspect of it um, we, we we spent most of our time on uh, on quantum voting and uh, I, uh, I I can't wait to see how that that works out in the uh, in the future hey, Jared uh, do you have any Last minute points that you want to hit up, and we'll give you nah. a um, final statement, and then we'll go to Destiny. Nah, I'm all set. Destiny can give his. Okay. Destiny, any points that you want to uh, wrap up with? Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like I feel like a lot of this the trouble here is understanding just how large sets of numbers work. Um, I mean, we can talk about like making things available for people, but like, uh, I, like I guess my go-to example is always if you've ever done anything designing like a like a web UI or, or like web pages or whatever, right? Anytime you put a page up in front of somebody, even if it's a simple page where they have to click through to go to the next one, you're always going to lose some percentage of your traffic there because people just won't do it. And the idea of putting up roadblocks in front of blocking, which is or in front of voting, I'm sorry, which is your most like important constitutional right in the United States, um, you need to demonstrate a really fucking good reason to do it, and it has to be more than you know a couple people that have been already caught by a system, um, you know, accidentally voting twice or whatever. I just don't agree that that's a good enough reason to put up those roadblocks. Okay, and um, Steve, as as much as my uh, my inner tuition is telling me not to, I'll, I will let you have a, a last minute say in this as well. <laughs> Please don't die on that hill, though. 
No, well, I mean, you know, to make it sound like you're dying on a hill makes you already in the position that you're automatically wrong. And I don't think you that are. we should tell people to die on a hill. No, you just, that's why we have these discussions. If I was automatically wrong, then then why is Jared even here? Why are we even having the discussion? I don't usually, think, I think that you're just assuming. Usually, usually you're pretty spot on, but this you. is one instance of, in, in where you're well, just. If, well, you're just uh, half, half, the, half the chat agreed, half the chat didn't. So, you know, this is one of those things that I, I like these kinds of discussions the most because these are actual discussions that have validity. These are actual discussions that can go either way. Um, I don't think that is, uh, is myopic as you make it out to be. I don't think it's one-sided as you make it out to be. These are complex political, social things dealing with these topics. Well, I don't have the, twice the in the night. That's not illegal. Well, you just assume these things, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, but see, that doesn't work that way. You can't just assume somebody's wrong. These are all legitimate ideas. The New York Times, again, they put it out using blockchain, fake news. blockchain technology, the New York Times. Okay. Well, this um, is just one editorial on New York Times by... Right, right. right. No, I get that, Destiny. And again, there's a lot of different ways of looking at these things, right? And and, I, and I'm not, not disagreeing with you in, in much as you think that I am as far as does disenfranchisement exist? Yes. And, and I think that there have been certain states that have used voter laws to that that end. Of course, I think that exists, right? I'm not saying for, the, for a second, I'm that naive to think that doesn't happen, right? Um, but I think that there's others. There's just as much validity on the other side to say there have been voter fraud. People have voted multiple times. People have you know done all kinds of things to try to get a person that they want elected that are legal means. And I think that just getting a voter ID is not asking for too much. That's just my personal opinion on it. Um, if there if there are people that are disenfranchised by that, I like to know the actual reasons why, not just because they're unable to get an ID because well they just don't want to get one. Well, no, we've already given. All right, that was the last one, Aaron. No, you, you can go ahead. Yeah, I mean, we've already good. shown reasons why. Like the, the reason is that you just don't have the time or the ability to do it. Like that's it. So not everybody has access to transportation. Not everybody can take the time off work to do it. Like those are the reasons. Not very complicated. Um, one person that does uh, agree with you, though, Steve, is um, Artis and Tony in the chat. So who? I don't know. Artis and Tony. That's. Artis and Tony is the guy that wrote us that long email saying that. Um, he wanted to, he wanted to come in and do a debate about how the Bible proves that the Earth is flat, but then he ch changed his mind and oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah 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 you um, know we, we we were totally down for that Tony I don't know what happened I don't know why he changed his mind we well, were he talked really he talked to the that. Jewish rabbi who told him that um, he shouldn't because we're sinners and stuff like that remember well no shit <laughs> well, no what I'm saying is though like you, you brought him to your side so that's you you did achieve that's something good. tonight Steve and yeah, Wolfman says Steve's not wrong either. Well, with a, with a name like Wolfman. Exactly. I'm just kidding, Wolfman. Um, all right, so uh, I'm gonna read. Uh, I'm gonna read super chats now. Um, let me pull these up really quick. I, I'm a, I will glance for them, guys, and see if there's any direct questions for you. And if not, um, you don't have to stick around. Um, we usually don't make people stick around while we read these out, unless there's any direct. Some people don't questions. want to. <laughs> we understand why. Uh, just let me bring these up, and I'll see if we have any direct questions. And then uh, let's see. All right, uh, question for um, for Destiny: Would uh, you be in favor of a database where they keep photos of individuals on record, no cost to the individual, updated via taxes? I, I mean, it's it's a lot of money. There's going to be people that are uncomfortable giving like photos to the government. It's another potential database leak, like another vector of attack. I mean, I feel like you have to demonstrate a need to, to do these things, and I just don't feel like that need has been demonstrated. Okay. Um, 
Jared, who do you? Uh, this is from Pavlovicus. Uh, Jared, who do you think is voting illegally and why? I think there are people who are in the country, Ill, currently in the country illegally, wanting to keep people in political position who favor their cause. That would be one instance, and the other would be what happened in North Carolina, where incumbents are afraid and want to maintain power. It cuts both ways. Okay. Um, let me see here. Uh, I believe that's all the questions for you. The rest of them are just comments. Um, so if you guys want to stick around, you can. If not, um, I want to thank you both for uh, for coming on. This was fantastic, especially there towards the spirited end. Um, it's always good to have uh, both of you on here. But uh, let's see. VRCNGTRX says, I'm so glad to see Destiny on the show. Um, well, this is actually his third time, I believe. So if you haven't seen those other two, you can go back and watch those. Um, Alan Moss says, I'm visually impaired. It's hard to vote for me. Um, Heraculous says, I had to fight and go and vote for my old job at a call center in which I couldn't imagine someone who has multiple jobs could afford to be able to take the time to jump through the hoops just for an ID. So there's a real world example um mark beiser says laws against stealing stuff disproportionately impact people from uh lower socioeconomic backgrounds thus disproportionately impacts minorities by destiny's logic laws against stealing stuff are racist you want to address that just real, just real quick uh, that one last one you had the person who had three jobs do they have a driver's license to get to work doesn't say they could take the bus okay because i, I I, but I, I'm almost. Did how did they get a job without an ID though? Every single job I ever had asked for ID. Maybe it went expired. Well, you know what? I'll I'll find. I'm fine with expired ID for voting. I don't. I don't think my ID has been expired for years. I haven't. The driven government, if, my they, car. if they implemented that, they wouldn't take an expired license. That, that, that well, they could. Sometimes they do. Sometimes I they don't do. care if they. Do. Well, I, um, I think, why does it matter? You still that person. You haven't expired. Uh, <laughs> You're still alive. Destiny, do you want to address that about uh, the stealing analogy? Um, not really. I mean, there might be disproportionate impacts on some laws that impact things like you shouldn't do, but we're talking about preventing you from doing something you should do. There's a big difference there, right? Um, like voting is things that are voting is something that's constitutionally guaranteed to you, or I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, so like, and we want as many people to vote as possible. We don't want people to steal. Like stealing is not something you should have a right to do. Um, much the same way, I'm not going to make this argument for um, laws needed to require an ID to drive, right? Because driving is not a constitutionally guaranteed right. It's a different type of thing. Uh, traveling is though remember everyone from Tuesday the sovereign citizen we had traveling is a right that everyone everyone has so use that when you, if you get pulled over <laughs> um, oh uh, says uh, has McCray been watching Fox News the rest of the mainstream media cover this extensively and in person voter fraud is nearly non-existent Pufflufficus says whoosh Steve uh, BRC and TX says quantum voting 2020. <laughs> this is going to be a thing. Um, Cookie Nut says, does it show intent that immediately after Voting Rights Act was weakened, the states on the watch list started to implement voter ID laws along with doing away with student ID and other restrictions? Um I'm sorry, hold on. You, you cut out the internet, cut out a second there for me. Could, could you repeat some sure, of that? Yeah, or? Sure. It says, uh, does it show intent that immediately after the Voting Rights Act was weakened, 
the states on the watch list started to implement voter ID laws along with doing away with student ID and other restrictions. Um, yeah, I mean, it could, sure. Um, oh, I'm hey. not as interested in like, who's doing it wrongly. I'm just against the concept. Sorry, go ahead. What's the watch list that they're referring to? Uh, maybe a watch list of states that disenfranchise minorities the most or something? I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, or have a history of institutionalized racism, I would imagine. So all the all, all the states down here where I am. Uh, Issa yeah, Lincoln pretty much said, North Carolina surrounding area. <laughs> sweet. Uh, Issa Lincoln says, uh, Kyle versus Steve debate. I called it. Check the chat. Um, Fifth Element says, we should do away with IDs for marriage license because this might violate someone's constitutional right to get married, sovereign citizens, and IDs. Do you have a constitutional right to get married? Never heard of that before. That, it's possible you do. I, I just never. It, I don't think it's in the Constitution. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't think it's. It's in the Bible, though, Steve. And that's okay, all. Yeah, it's, that's all you need. Oh, there you go. Um, Fifth Element also says it's a problem to have to go to the voting ballot. Um, Orlor says voting day should be a national holiday so that people don't need to take time off of work to vote. Also, uh, Steve and Jared are totally wrong on this issue. Uh, VRCNGTRX says quantum gerrymandering 2020. <laughs> gerrymandering is an issue. Now, that is a real issue. This is a great meme now. Um, fifth element. Sovereign citizens don't like IDs. Hmm. Um, and then uh, Garber Kovac says, Steve, you've nailed this better than the Romans. Uh, obviously. Thanks. I don't know what that means, but I'll take it. It's a self-esteem booster. Oh, the Romans. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Jesus. Um, so, uh, so thank you both for, uh, for coming on. Uh, this was a lot of fun. And, uh, I, I think, uh, Jared and Steve, you've both changed your positions now, right? We can leave this stream with you both on the no. right side of history. No. <laughs> what, whatever helps you sleep at night. Kind of like that picture <laughs> of red. But I oh, like yeah. the fact oh, that, that, that the chat picture. was diversified. <laughs> they, they were really divided. Uh, yeah. it seems to be almost like a split 50 50 damn near. And so I'm looking forward to the comments because look at it. People shit on me. I don't give a shit. At least I'm putting forth an opinion. Destiny puts forth his opinion. Kyle put forth his opinion. Mm -hmm. That's what we do here. Um, One of these I, opinions I like is not the like the other, that, though, Steve. Yeah, well, uh -oh. usually you're, usually that's the case. But, you know, people still agree with you sometimes. I don't know why, but it's okay. I don't either. I guess it's because I'm right. But um, this is uh, this yeah. has been fun. Uh, thank you, Destiny and Jared, for joining us. Uh, if you want to see uh, more debates uh, and and uh, most that are triple times the uh, the heat and passion than uh, the one you saw here, make sure you check out Destiny's uh, channel. He has hundreds of debates there that range from, I mean, you you run the gambit on topics from the voter ID fraud, Trump. Um, what what have you talked about lately, Destiny? <laughs> Pretty pretty much everything, whatever there is to talk about. Um, I don't even know what our recent topics are, but yeah. And uh, and then Jared, uh, Jared does his um, veteran stream. What day is that again, Jared? That is Friday evenings at eight p.m. Eastern. So uh, check him out as well, and uh, I'm sure you'll see him around uh, with <coughs> excuse me with Reds and um, Flat Earth. Uh, if you liked the last time that that porn star Mercedes Car uh, Carrera came on, she will be back with us Hell next yeah. Wednesday. Um, it's always a good time with her, so make sure you check in for that. And then tomorrow we'll be back with Dr. Grady McGurdy, who is a, if you've seen on the left, the right-hand side of your screen for tomorrow, um, he is a young earth creationist that believes that the, uh, he can prove that the dinosaurs walked with man and that the Bible is 100% real. So we will be talking with him tomorrow and find out this, uh, this dinosaur proof. So, uh, we'll see you then and, um, thanks for watching.
Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming and having me. Absolutely. Pleasure. Always. This is always the longest 15 seconds. <laughs> That's what... Wait a minute. That's what both I, I, yeah. I was about to make a comment. Yeah, about, been there, done that. Boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> All right.